Welcome in everyone to another episode of 410 Sports Talk. I'm Glenn Martin here with my co-host James Haskell and of course DK in the background running the show. In this episode, we're going to discuss who are the most important or who are the most uh who should the Ravens consider most signing back, bringing back amongst this year's free agents free agent list. And Jimbo, I I can't remember a list. Uh I mean every year there's of course turnover and and every year it's uh, it's expected, but Man, this list this year, Jimbo, you talk about contributors up and down. Some, you know, tons of snaps. Others, maybe not not as much snap production. But, man, when they're in there, do they make a difference? The Ravens are going to be quite busy this offseason, Jimbo. Yeah, don't expect a quiet offseason for the Baltimore Ravens. I would totally agree. And I, I also agree with you that the list is long, and it can be a bit intimidating. But I'll also remind everyone of this. I know that uh, Glenn is well aware of this as well. But... Let's just remember that we have a, a solid core that I think is still intact in a lot of ways. I know everyone gets nervous about this time of year, but just really quickly to recap, obviously we got Lamar. Um, you know, we have Mark, we have Isaiah Likely, we have Zay Flowers, we have Sean Bateman for one more year. So we have control of all those guys offensively. Um, outside Kyle of Hamilton. you know Kyle Hamilton defensively, Roquan Smith, uh, who Glenn reminded me is somehow younger than Lamar Jackson. Crazy. Um, but have him, you know, in, in control. Uh, and I'm sure there's some other guys that I'm missing. Broderick Washington, Marlon Humphrey. Uh, so we still have guys yeah. like, you know, oh, Marcus Williams is another one who we have, you know, control of for the next nth number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, DK is also mentioning another one that I'm forgetting. Dafe Owe. Dafe Owe. Yeah, there's a tons of guys. I mean. Yeah, no, there, there's a list. But all that being said, you're absolutely right, Glenn. This is a list and it's not just top heavy from top to bottom. It's a. It's a, a a list certainly to pay attention to. So let's throw this thing up on the screen. We're going to start with just going over it. And then what we'll do is we'll categorize it, right? We'll, Glenn and I will both give our one to two must resign at all costs. And then our guys, you know, will also say, hey, look, it's okay if these guys test the market. We don't expect them back type thing. And the other guys that we think the Ravens should, you know, if they test the market, the Ravens should push to, to match that. Yeah, DK also mentioned Ronnie Stanley. I don't like mentioning while we have money control. I don't know if that's a positive or negative at this point. So um, anyway, all right. So for those of you that are listening and not uh, viewing the show, because of course you guys can catch the show anywhere you get your podcasts. uh, This is the list. Ready for this, Glenn? (gasps) Go for it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Justin Metabike, Patrick Queen, Geno Stone, Jadavian Clowney, Kyle Van Oy, Kevin Zeitler, Odell Beckham Jr., Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, Ronald Darby, Arthur Mollette, Nelson Aguilar, John Simpson, Tyler Huntley, Brent Urban, Dalvin Cook, Devin Duvernay, Malik Harrison, Rocky Sin, Daryl Worley, Delshawn Phillips, Sam Mustafer, Josh Johnson, no, Josh Johnson, Laquan Treadwell, Tyler Ott, and our Darius Washington, who is a restricted free agent uh, as, a, as a caveat. But that is a list, Glenn. Dude, that's a long, long list. I mean, I knew there was going to be a ton of turnover, but when I first saw this list, I mean, it really puts in perspective. I mean, mm-hmm. it, that's that's pretty incredible, and especially when you consider how many of these guys were. I mean, so look, I, I think we're going to break it down. We're going to break it down into categories, I guess, of wh- who we might have, you know, who we want to get back. But just yeah. just as far as like what jumps out at me when I look at this list, the first thing is. We led the league as a defense in sack production this year, and, mm-hmm. and we know how imp- how much that impacts wins and losses. When you look at the the guys who the teams who have reached the end of the season and look at where they rank in sacks, yep, 
And they're almost always up at the top. So we were number one last year. Super impressive. And man, uh, they're all on this list, Jimbo. Justin Metabike leads us with 13. He's on the list. Right behind him, Jadeveon Clowney, nine and a half. He's on the list. Kyle Van Noy, third on our team. He's got nine sacks. He's on the damn list. I mean, Patrick Queen's on the list, you know, very shortly thereafter. I mean, our... Our entire, almost outside of Adafi Owe, the -hmm. vast, vast majority of our sacks are free agents right now. And that's certainly concerning. And then, and you're not excited about David Ajabo coming back? I mean, look, there's part of me that's excited, but also, like, I don't know if if I see and he looks good, I don't know if I'll just have more happiness or just relief. Cause right now, man, there's a lot of stress around around what that guy's. Uh, you know, what he got left, what he, who knows? We don't know what's going on there, but you talk about winning the trenches, you know, yeah. Cole Jackson loves about talking about winning in the trenches and we clearly lost the trench battle when it came to the chiefs. Yep. That doesn't help when your three leading sack uh, getters were, or free agents. No. Jimbo. You're right. You're right, Glenn. And, and uh, you know, to add to that, the thing that the first thing that popped out to me, I want to add to your comment, but the first thing that, that popped out to me was, Think about the the running back room. Kind of a similar scenario to what you're talking about from a from a a, a sacks perspective. We led the league in rushing. I know a lot of that's you know is is around Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson is not the only stir that straws the cup when it comes to rushing the ball. You're talking about Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins have a sit and contribute after game after the first week, and and Dalvin Cook. So and Melvin Gordon is a comeback. So in the backfield, you got two guys really, and one's coming off a major surgery. And they're both, there's a lot of redundancy there between the two of them. Yeah. So, you know, Justice Hill and and Keaton Mitchell are your guys going into this year. Now, I know running backs can be easier to sign, easier to draft and stuff like that, but certainly there's a concentration of players at that position mm-hmm. that uh, there, there'll there be some movement there and some action there as well. So um, to your list, though, to your point, though, defensively, Glenn, I think it's going to be important that We've we've had some young guys uh, come on. I I can never remember his first name. The the, the Canadian kid that was at Octavius uh, oh, Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. There you go. And I think he's he showed some promise. I'm excited about him. Obviously, Adapte always going to have to step up and Ajabo. But of the of the guys there, let's talk about pass rushers, Glenn. Do you have a the Ravens must keep in uniform guy? I mean, I think there's a pretty easy one, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you uh, take the first crack at it. Yeah, I mean the the guy you're hoping to get back first and foremost is is of course Justin Matabike, guy drafted here, really burst on the scene this year uh, with 13 sacks from from the interior of the defensive line. That you're not going to get much better across the league than yeah. that type of production, and we know we know what it means to pressure the quarterback from the inside. And my see the thing I'm unsure of, and maybe I'm not. Uh, Maybe I'm just being hopeful that what we got this year from the veterans in Jadeveon and, and Kyle Van Noy can be replaced in that they both had career years late in their career when they got here. And so I guess the question is, did they just have a some sort of a personal resurgence? And like what was responsible, most responsible for that breakout career year for two guys that have been around the league and 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 have yet to do what they did here? in that one year. So Chuck Smith's still here, Jimbo. And Chuck, Chuck Smith was a big get for the Ravens in helping all these guys develop their pass rush game. And so, yeah, we've lost defensive staff around him. We lost McDonald. We we lost uh, 
uh, the secondary coach, well, Anthony Weaver, who was apparently in charge of the entire front seven. But Chuck Smith is still here, our pass rush expert. So how much do you think this uh, the, the production we got from Jed Evian Clowney and Kyle Van Knight, do you think it could be replicated with maybe a couple other veterans that, that maybe are looking to have a breakout here? Like, is Chuck Smith's impact, could it have mm-hmm. been that big a deal? Well, I think that in combination with uh, with uh, McDonald simply putting him in situations to be successful is mm-hmm. is is very impactful. Yeah, uh, and my hope is that instead of dipping into the well of veterans, those young guys have have an impact through the draft this upcoming year, and then also um, the guys that that are younger coming up. Uh, only because my concern, you talked about us losing, you know, in the trenches against the Chiefs. I felt like there were moments in that game where we simply were showing our age up front. I feel like there are moments like that in the season too. We were yep. showing our age up front. And so I'm not, I agree with you. The production, it's scary, but I'm not yet as nervous about you from the edge perspective, as far as um, where that production is going to come from. But I'll agree with you wholeheartedly on this, Glenn. So to answer your question, yeah, I think like 75% of that production can be replaced with the right vet or the right young guy. And we have the coaching in house. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel good about that. I can't take everything away from those guys. They still have to get the job done, right? Yeah. They're good football players. Uh, and But Justin Metabike, man, even if it's for one more year in the franchise tag, however it gets done, I think he's he's got to be here because removing him from the middle of that defense is just seems like a scary proposition to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't know. But I mean, I think, I think we can all agree he's going to be the most expensive of the, like, I guarantee he's going to be more expensive than Clowney and Vanoy combined. Oh, for, for sure. Va- Clowney, Vanoy, uh, you probably too. I mean, you might be pushing it there, but certainly it, it's probably a similar number, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, so I, I don't know if we can afford to three lose guys? I don't know. If... Yeah, I mean, my answer is yes. Okay. Okay. All right. My answer is yeah. yes. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I think the Ravens would tend to agree. If you look at what they've done in the past, they like to build uh, from the middle, and the middle in all three areas. So, the you know, your D-tackle, then your middle linebacker, and then a, a talented safety. They got Roquan. They got they got uh, Kyle Hamilton locked in for a long time. Uh but yeah, if, if they let Meta BK go, it's going to be real tough to replace what that guy was able to do. Uh, even if it would, did take a few more, maybe a year more than than some people were predicting, it would took. <clears throat> man, he broke out, man. So I, I agree. But I think DK has another slide available. Is that correct? It can kind of give us a little bit of an indication on how much some of these guys, in particular those edge guys, are going to cost us. And then yeah. I want to talk about the other side in the trenches, Jimbo, because it ain't just yeah, the definitely going to look different. No, you're right. That yeah, offensive yeah. line is definitely going to look different. Um, and then we'll, the other thing we'll do is we'll do as well is we'll talk about some guys that we're not overly concerned about them testing the market and or yeah, or we sure can get some value back on in this year. You know, some of these guys you can get a good value yeah. at. I think. Uh, let me see here. All right, so as you can see here, the, shout to Cole for for putting a tweet together that we could use uh, to m- make things easy for us. But as you can see. Here, Metabike predicted his predictions made from PF, PFF Brad, who apparently has been very accurate as of late. But his predicted value for his upcoming contract is four years, $92 million. Jimbo. He's making 23 a year on average. And as you can see there, Clowney, one year, $9 million. 
and Van Noy one year three million. So you you could get another year of Clowney and Van Noy for just twelve point three combined, or one more year of Matabike for twenty three. I'm guessing or or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. The the thing I struggle with with the older guys is they're older. So what do you get out of those years? And then Clowney's pretty injury prone. What you know? So how fast could that nine million go up in smoke? And then on top of that, I I feel like Meta BK's production counts for one and a half because his sacks to me are more valuable. I know a sack is a sack to a certain extent, but his just his disruptability is is more valuable uh, because when when you can ruin the pocket from the interior, I think it means more. Uh, for your defense and the production of your defense than than uh, than the outside. Just my opinion. Yeah, no, I think you're uh, I think you're onto something there. I mean, it, it just shows if you look at those outliers in the interior and how much they make. Those guys that can make difference makers from a pass rush, they get paid because uh, they're certainly rare. But man, that's just that's just that's interesting though. I mean, you could get. I, I think KVN is a guy you get back regardless like, like yeah see uh dk has a little more faith that travis jones might turn out to be that pass rusher and he might be i just don't know if he'll ever have the athleticism right. the quick footedness that metabike has i mean that dude is yeah. so fast as yeah. a d tackle uh, two different players i think do you think the ravens will kick the tires on on van noy knowing that Look, they waited him out. He kind of took a gamble, a bit of a gamble, but they also did too in not getting him in here. They wait, They Each side kind of waited. He was willing to risk losing a couple weeks of the regular season, and it worked out for both. Do you think KVN has a good shot at coming back? Maybe. I don't know how John feels about that 15-yard penalty, and that's sitting in the back of his mind. That's true. I'm just saying, stuff yeah. like that matters. It's the last time you were on the field. Yeah. You know, but I, I wouldn't be against it. I thought he was productive. I'm 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 okay with it. And I think he's a smart football player. The thing about him is he's versatile. The other guy that we didn't talk about uh, that we will be talking about here when we talk about how the Ravens are going to be creating cap in another video is what they do with Tyus Bowser. If they let yeah. Tyus Bowser walk, then sure. I mean, keep Kyle <laughs> Van Oy. You know, like That's I don't know. Point. I forgot Tyus, about dude. I forgot about him. I don't even know if he wants to play football anymore at this point. Right? Like we need to we need to hear from the guy. Like I, I want to hear what happened. Like, what went wrong? Like, I, I don't, I, I know that they, because of where the injury occurred, nobody can talk about it, but I need to know. I need answers. Go on yeah. Marlon's pod or something. Let's go yeah, on. Yeah, dude, do something. Yeah, do something. Let the world know. Absolutely. Uh, But look, I, I just think that the Ravens generally build around few pieces. Mm-hmm. And then they find the way to, to support those pieces via the draft. They just went all in on Lamar. Mm-hmm. And you figure out how it works, right? You you figure out the rest later on, but they're obviously getting a ton of value out of Lamar. Who who are you going all in on? On D- I know they went all in on Roquan, made him the highest paid inside li- linebacker, but I just don't know if if you just let me Meta BK walk, you get you get you use him for one year, get the franchise tag. But I just don't see the Ravens. At the very least, I think he gets the tag. I don't think they're going to let him walk. Yeah, yeah, I, I think tags most likely. I don't, I don't see a long term contract. Uh, not that money. Twenty three annual. That's a lot when you're paying when you're paying Lamar, Lamar. what you're paying, and you're paying your middle linebacker, which a lot of teams don't believe in. And yeah. I don't think they're going to let Kyle Hamilton go anywhere when he's available when he's able to. So yeah, 
they, they got to keep that money in the back pocket. But all right, so Metabike is both of our favorites to get signed as far as extensions or re-signed or even tagged. Yeah, at least here next year. Okay. Right? I yeah. like it. I like it. For and sure. then I want to talk a little bit about the other side of the ball because both guards are on this list, Kevin Zeitler and John Simpson. And we we know about kind of the uncertainty of the health of Ronnie, uh, Ronnie Stanley, who's currently under contract. But like you said earlier, some Ravens fans aren't thrilled about that fact, knowing that each week you don't know what Ronnie's going to show up. Can he bend? Can he anchor? Yeah. You just don't know week to week. And now you're talking about having both your guards, free agents, and Look, Moses has been incredibly healthy throughout his career, but there's no doubt that he battled an injury all year that hindered how he played. So what's your thoughts on on the offensive line and whether or not they should they should try desperately to get Zeitler back and and even maybe even Simpson? Yeah, so I, I'm I'm warm on Simpson. Like I'm okay if he walks. I'm 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 just okay with it at the end of the day. Okay. Uh but I think you can't leave the only non-question mark to be Tyler Linderbaum. I, th I think you got to get Zeitler. It just doesn't make, I know he's not the best of the best, but he's also not the worst of the worst. He's certainly a pro bowler and one of the best out there. He's a great teammate. He works hard. He does everything right. And yep. sure, maybe he has some deficiencies in his, in his game, but they are minimal. And, uh, and a lot of them are made up by simple grit, hard work, determination, intelligence. He's available like seven and a half million for, a guy that is not substantially worse than Joe Thune is, is to me a bargain. Like he's not Joe Thune. I'll say that, but Joe Thune's making 18 a year. Right. Yeah. So you're, you're telling me you're going to give him less than half of that. Right. It seems like a steal really for the yeah. player Zeitler is. Yeah. So I, I say you go after him. I, I don't know what happened there. Why the Ravens decided not to extend him or if they were hoping, not hoping, holding hope on Ben Cleveland. I don't know. I, you let that ship sail Viking funeral, baby. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now I, I hope I'm like you, like it, you really want to go into next year when you've already paid Lamar Jackson with your right. only certainty as Linderbaum. I mean, yeah. that just seems that, that seems what Brian McKinney say, Glenn. What did what Brian McKinney said? You pay what for the said. Ferrari. Now you got to get the insurance. That's right. That's right. I mean, you don't win football games if you can't protect your quarterback and you can't open up run lanes. So yeah, yeah Zeitler's, if there was issues with injuries, maybe I'd be more hesitant, but yep. the guy is just, he, even when he is hurt, he battles his ass off and he ends up getting out there. for. The That's what I'm saying. The availability is so crucial, especially yeah. at the offensive line, right? Cause you've got to be able to play as a unit. Now I also want to, you know, what, what's your take on Geno stone here, right? Like, because they've got Marcus Williams. Do you think it's a foregone conclusion? He's just gone. I know they played all three of them out on the field a lot and they like to be, get creative with, Kyle Hamilton, right? So having all three really helps there because of Kyle Hamilton's versatility. Yeah. But I just think it might be too much of a of a luxury at this point. Yeah, and I, I'm so torn on this because I I look, I I think Marcus Williams is a good football player, but I'm not gonna sit here and, and act like I didn't see what Geno Stone did last year. Yep. And I, I don't think that those interceptions were just because the scheme was so insane and he played yeah. no, you know, he was just fortunate to be the guy on the field. Now, I remember some of those picks. I remember how he baited some of those quarterbacks into those throws and how he made up ground and used his instincts. Also remember all the tackles he made at the line of scrimmage where he was able to come up and and snuff out wide receiver screens or support a, a quick pass to the flat. He is I, I don't think he's a, a guy that we can just gloss over and go, well, we can replace that kind of thing. 
I don't, I don't think that's the case. So I'm a little bit concerned about what losing Geno Stone could mean. And it, my question back to you, Jimbo, is if you could only have one next year, would you rather have Marcus Williams or Geno Stone? Yeah, I think I'd rather Geno Stone. The problem is we're so married to Marcus. The contract is just ridiculous. Yeah. We can't, the dead money is is overwhelming next but year. You, so if you would, if, if all things are traded Gino, equal. yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, from a, and that's hard for me. Marcus is a you. all those things are, you know, yeah. I'm, I obviously have my bias, but uh, the value is just too high for Geno Stone. Yeah. Look at that contract, dude. I know. You know, I, know. I he's mean, he's still getting, I still think he's getting what, you know, I know it's not a, it's not a super valuable position, the safety position, but come on, man. That's, yeah. that seems like a steal. Yeah. Now, speaking of value, dude, how long is OBJ going to maintain this double digit per year? It's got to be over, right? I, I'm trying to understand this too. Like, I know the superstar that he is, but. Yeah, and I and I appreciate everything that he did. He's the leader in the locker room, whatever. But like, dude, I think they broke it down. Didn't he react? Right? They they broke it down. He got it was like four hundred. He made like four hundred thousand dollars a catch this year, or something like that. Something crazy. Yeah, I mean, unless you unless you're a team that thinks that this is that that last year was more of like a um you know a recovery he was, year. Yeah, where he needed that year to get himself, and he think he's going to be back to. But I don't see it. Like mm -hmm. I I I think it, I'd be surprised if he gets. Man, you think he's still a double-digit guy? No, I don't know, man. I don't know what his situation is, but if I'm OBJ, I think I walk away. Well, he can't, it'd be hard to walk away if that's your projected value. That's true. Like, if no, you're right, but it just seems like it takes him so much to get his body there for Sundays. It does. Yeah. You know, it just, it just, I don't, I don't, I don't know how long you want to keep duct taping that thing together, or, or <laughs> keep putting yourself at risk for another major injury. Yeah, you know, so I don't know, man. I just, I, you think I just he's gone for sure. Yeah, he's out of here. Yeah, he is for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, he ends up with the Jets like he wanted to, or he originally thought he was going to end up this year. Yeah, that owner over there seems pretty livid these days. So, yeah, whatever he needs to do. Uh, what about Simpson? Are you at the same as me? Like, you're okay yeah. with him walking? I like, I want to see what Voorhees has got, man. Me I'm too. hype about what that me guy's too. got. I know he had injury. The only thing is, Talk, he's had some injuries and, mm -hmm. and that kind of makes you nervous, uh, especially an offensive lineman. But yeah, I don't, I don't know how you like Simpson was solid, but he definitely wasn't like a guy that you have to have. So I'm OK with him uh, testing his market. And look, if they can bring him back for a reasonable starter price. OK, maybe that's and let okay. him and let Voorhees compete. Right. Let Voorhees compete. Exactly. But the thing about the thing about Voorhees I'm hopeful about, and I know we're talking about Simpson, but some guys get in the league and then they stop getting injured because they're starting to get proper care for their body and yeah, you know, things like that. So I'm hoping it's that. But I agree with you. I mean, I think Simpson's there. Last one I want to talk about here on this list is Dobbins. Yeah. Like, are you just what's his market league? Like, right, I think he's definitely saying. out of here. There's no like he needs a fresh start. I think it's be best for him, best for the Ravens, fresh start. But like what like what team is is bringing him in? A team that has, yeah, because yet, like he he strikes me as a guy who isn't like one of those veterans who's I'll come in and I'll you know I'll uh, no he's looking for his payday. He wants to be the yeah, bell out. He wants to be the guy. He ain't there. He's like Joe Flacco. I'm not here to mentor. Yeah. I'm here to play. So yeah. what team is going to entrust him with that kind of a? a yeah, of funny a, if he ended up with role. L.A. Chargers, right? Isn't uh isn't Eckler kind of like being scooted out and. uh Harbaugh said he'd love to have him back, but the expect expectation is that they won't pay him. Yeah. Uh I, I so I agree with DK on this. He's saying in the chat, if if his market is two million, 
and he wants to, and he wants to be here. I'm 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 taking kicking a the, kicking the tires. Yeah, I'm doing it because okay. it's you know what's the saying? I think you've said this before, Glenn. The evil that you know, yeah, is better than the evil that you don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, so look, I I think I think you take him and uh, if those three on the backfield and J.K. is healthy. You talk about electrifying running backs. Now you don't have a power back per se, like a guy that, but JK has been able to do it between the numbers. Mm -hmm. I mean, between the numbers, between the the tackles and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So yeah, I'm strong. kicking the tires. If it's 2 million, I'm kicking the tires. And he did have the Aaron Rodgers Achilles surgery, the, the superhuman surgery. Yeah. Antler uh, spray, all uh, that ashwagandha or what, what's it called? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Ashwagandha. I don't know. I'm like <laughs> making stuff up over here. Hey, that's probably a name of a mushroom somewhere. That, that's something. That's got to be something the way it rolled off your tongue like that. <laughs> but uh, no, man. I, I So I'm kicking the tires on this one. I, it sounds like I'm a little more into it than you are. But uh, well, look, you know, there's, we'll see. I mean, I I just, I, I don't know, man. I feel bad for the guy. Obviously, injuries have have completely taken – I mean, who knows yeah. what J.K. could have been had it not yeah. been for those injuries. We we will never know, but uh, hey, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent. Written. I'm indifferent on J.K. I'm like, All right, eh. now let me, let me ask you this last question to wrap this to wrap this up here. Who is your prediction time, right? Like, not mm -hmm. who your preference is. Crystal Ball, who's back? Give me one, one like, most likely to be back. Who's the guy on this on list? On this list? Most likely to be back on this list. You know what? Most likely, uh, I'm going to say this might be the cheap way out. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Zeitler. That's I, I exactly just think, what I was going to say. So I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's the easy way out. I tell you what, if we had to take Zeitler away, because I think that's the easy answer. I'm going to go Kyle Van Noy. Okay. Only because of the inexpensiveness, the fact yeah. that he, he was, uh, he was a great ambassador for the Ravens. I think they loved, you know, when he, he would talk to the media going Pat McAfee, he would, talk highly yeah. of the Ravens. So I think he brings, and he was our third lead in sack getter and he didn't even play for us the whole season. Yeah. Agreed. I agree. I agree with you. As, uh, I agree with you there as well. Uh, well I guess well, the, listen, one name on, on the list. It's not on this list. Devin Duvernay is not on this list. Oh shoot. You're right. How much do you think like, is Devin Duvernay a guy you need to have back? What, what's your thoughts on? No, Devin I mean, play? obviously, um, obviously Munkin didn't like him in the offense that much. I think he got used, Less. Well, he was hurt a lot, but still, even early on, he wasn't hurt, right? Yeah. Well, he had a lot of guys ahead of him. He was fifth on the depth chart. Yeah. So I mean, he got used less now. Now, our, our, this is the best wide receiver room we've had in a long yeah. time. But he got used less now than in previous years, right? Yeah. So I don't think Munkin's like gushing about the kid. Um. So that's a question that that could play a role, right? Like, what does our wide receiver room look like next year? Mm -hmm. Um. But from a from strictly a special team standpoint. I think they obviously they like Thailand. Now Thailand's in the last year of his deal too, right? They were drafted mm -hmm. the same year, if I'm not mistaken. I right? believe so, yeah. So, but I guess my my answer is we don't need him back. I would love to have him. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would also love to see a more of a commitment just simply to get him the ball on offense. Actually, I think he was drafted a year after, by the way. I think that okay. was the um James oh, Prochet. James Prochet and Thailand Wallace were drafted the same year. I think it was Devin Duvernay and, and James, James Prochet. Prochet. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, gotcha. Hey, okay. That's not where I'm at with it. Yeah. Okay. I like. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's irreplaceable. Obviously, right. We saw... Just because every year that that role gets more and more diminished yeah, in the it's league, hard. it's hard to uh, it's hard to really do, to get much from a return standpoint nowadays. No doubt. Yeah. But all the other guys on the list, 
it's expected turnaround. I wouldn't mind seeing Darby back. I, I would say yeah. that Ronald Darby. All about the he's... price with the other guys, right? That's, that's and their really desire it. to be here. Obviously, Rocky Sin. I don't know what happened there. They don't. I don't think he'll be back. They didn't seem yeah. to like that guy. But uh, but yeah, I mean, you guys saw the list. I'm sure there's there's names. Let us know what you guys think. I mean, who who do you think is is your guy that you want back the most, and who's the guy you think is most likely to return? And and look, if Matabike is not your guy, and and you think that a combination of maybe the other two pass rushers, which they could get for cheaper, is, is your preference? Let us know all that in the comments below, and uh, we'll talk soon. See ya.